I'm Ray Rogers. And I'm Annie Evans, co-host of today's episode. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. The world depends on farming. From putting food on the table to powering the economy, there is no denying the importance of farmers all around the world. But many smallholder farmers that we rely on every day are in really difficult situations. The price it takes to own, operate, and upkeep the tools needed to produce crops can be prohibitively expensive. Hello Tractor is on a mission to democratize access to farming equipment and bring opportunity directly to farmers' fingertips via their mobile application, Hello Tractor. The app connects farmers with tractor owners through booking agents so that farmers can seamlessly rent equipment they need when they need it to minimize cost and maximize opportunity. By building its infrastructure on Amazon Web Services, Hello Tractor also powers remote fleet management of equipment with the Internet of Things, and its users can analyze and understand the tool's performance to make decisions that ensures uptime and reduces errors for all involved. Ray chatted with Jaheel Oliver, Chief Executive Officer at Hello Tractor, to learn more. Take a listen. Jaheel, can you do a quick introduction of yourself, um, a little bit about your background and why you started Hello Tractor? My name is Jaheel Oliver. I'm the founder and CEO of Hello Tractor. We're an agricultural technology company that connects small farmers across Africa and the broader emerging markets with tractor owners with excess capacity. And I started the business because Number one, I was tired of working in finance in the U.S. And number two, I saw an opportunity to do really meaningful work. And I thought that would be a better return on my time. What inspired you to create a startup within the agriculture industry specifically? When I, when I left investment banking, I started working in microfinance. And what I observed in working in microfinance is that th this, this is an industry that was really designed to use commercial levers to, to reach underserved communities with credit products. And I love the idea of using the, the private sector, the commercial markets to solve real world problems and do it at scale. Um, but my observation while working in microfinance was that farmers were still underserved. They didn't have access to microloans, microfinance institutions deem them too risky. And that's what uh, kind of kick-started my interest in agriculture and specifically African agriculture, where you have the vast majority of the population working in farming. You have about 60% of the labor force engaged in agriculture and agricultural allied industries, but no support for the industry whatsoever. So I thought this could be an opportunity for me to do work that was incredibly meaningful, solving a deep, deeply entrenched issue. Farm equipment on the continent of Africa is almost non-existent. It's one of the least mechanized regions on earth, despite having the largest inventory of uncultivated farmland. So this is literally opportunities being left out in the field because our farmers don't have access to the equipment or the labor that they need to cultivate this rich this rich land resource because the systems are dominated by small farmers it does not make a lot of sense for somebody who's growing on an acre two acres of land to own their own tractor but they do need timely access to a tractor when the season starts they have to get their crops established on time to maximize their yield and the income that they have to bring home to their family. 
we designed a platform where farmers can book for services and receive affordable, reliable services uh, by booking through a community-based agent that uses the Hello Tractor application. That booking is then sent to the tractor owners on our platform. And the way we got these tractor owners onto our platform was, yes, the promise of additional revenue by servicing this new customer base, but we also have a fleet management tool that we sell to them so they can remotely monitor and manage all aspects of their equipment fleet from how much work my equipment completed in a day, fuel consumption and fuel theft, which is a which is an issue, um, the maintenance needs of the tractor, operator performance, all aspects of the fleet. And once they're our customer for the fleet management, they can then opt into our marketplace where they can service these smallholder farmers who are who are organized and booked for service through community-based agents, which are which are often young people who are tech savvy and have you know smartphones and are comfortable using smartphones. When you very first were starting, why did you decide to start building on the cloud from the get-go? Deploying in the cloud gave us the ability to stand up our applications fairly quickly and take advantage of our competitive edge which is uh, agile software development uh, to support our customers and also our large corporate partners needs. And that's really the competitive edge of most startups and being cloud native helps to enable that fast deployment and protection of that competitive advantage. Chris Dixon actually from, from Andreessen Horowitz has a good saying that he coined, I believe he coined this term, uh, come for the tool, stay for the network. And that was our strategy, build a tool for the tractor owners uh, to engage with us. And because we're building this double-sided marketplace, we use that IoT fleet management tool to attract the supply side of the network and then build out the farmer demand networks in tandem. We, we did that in a very kind of agile, low-cost way by taking off-the-shelf GPS fleet management hardware, building APIs so we can access that data coming off these devices, and then translate that data into insights relevant to a farm equipment owner who has very different needs than somebody who's using fleet management for long-haul vehicles or construction equipment, for example, which are more common use cases. And we were the first to market with a native fleet management software solution for low horsepower farm equipment. And that gave us a real competitive edge and a wedge opportunity to attract supply onto our platform and then build out the farmer demand, ensuring that supply and demand remain in equilibrium. And how about data analytics? How does that fold into what you're doing and what you're working on daily? For our customers, the typical machine that they buy, uh, and there's 2 million of these machines sold into our markets every single year. I mean, globally, low horsepower machines purchased for contracting. These machines are typically anywhere from twenty dollars to $30,000. You can't put $15,000 worth of sensors on a machine that's $20,000. What we did was try and replace as much of that sensor data with machine learning insights that we developed on that analytics layer that sits in our software stack. We ran uh, some bespoke algorithms to identify 
through data clustering, high density GPS points, and then use that as an indicator along with some other data points for work and then measure the area that was worked and then have time parameters as well. And so you don't have to have an expensive sensor package on the tractor. You can run that in the cloud. And when you do that, your only cost is the cost of compute, which is significantly less than having uh, embedded sensors to tell you what the tractor is doing. What impact are you driving in these communities and where do you see Hello Tractor going in the next few years? The first benefit is to the grower who can now grow more and at a lower cost, which also has spillover regional food security benefits. You know, African farmers who are mechanized can step in to fill that production gap in response to some of the negative trends that we see globally. But then you also have the booking agent who is organizing these farmers into demand clusters, ensuring that services happen at economies of scale, thereby reducing the individual cost of an engagement because now the farmers are in a group negotiating for the the, the price of services. That person who organized that group is paid a commission. So that's a job, right? That's a job opportunity for a young person who has infinite opportunity to earn and all they have is a cell phone. And I think that's a beautiful thing there. And then on the tractor owner level, these are individuals who already own equipment who can now sell that excess capacity into the market and earn more with the equipment that they already have. Now, because there's a dearth of tractors in the market, we more we most recently launched a tractor finance product targeted at unbanked rural entrepreneurs who have been booking on our platform as these booking agents who, once they reach a certain threshold of farmers booked, they actually can qualify to own their own machine so they can service their farmers directly with their own machine. It's creating a significant amount of wealth for these individuals while they can service farmers that they care about within their community. Number two, it uses technology to identify opportunities in these rural communities. And it's a departure from how commercial banks would view these populations. No commercial bank using kind of a traditional underwriting model would even let these individuals into the bank. But we know that these are strong entrepreneurs deserving of this opportunity. And because they're hard workers and they've proven themselves, we're rewarding them with a thirty dollars or $40,000 loan to own a tractor and service farmers directly. And I think if we can do that at scale, we can close the mechanization gap and Africa would no longer be a food security problem, but potentially the breadbasket for the world. If you liked today's episode about using the cloud to democratize resources, check out episode 56, Driving Sustainable Water Usage with Data Analytics, to hear how an organization built a cloud-enabled water management platform on AWS to improve water consumption patterns. Or listen back to episode 31, Expanding Financial Access, to hear how an India-based startup uses AWS to help farmers maximize profits on their crops. And don't forget to join the conversation on social media with hashtag FixThisByAWS. Huge thank you to our guest, Shaheel, and thank you for tuning in. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. We'll be here on the next one.